Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello and welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, my friends. This episode has been a long time coming. I probably had the idea for it, gosh, maybe a year or more ago, and it kind of got pushed to the back burner. And then I received a message because I've been asking all of you amazing listeners, hey, what do you want to know? What, what, what questions can I answer for you? And someone wrote in. Well, many of you have been writing in and I appreciate it. I want to know what you want to know. I want to know what questions you'd like me to answer and what topics you would like me to cover. And so someone sent me a message on Instagram and they said, Hi, Corey, I'm listening to your latest podcast. And and in the beginning, you ask for topics of interest. I have one. I'm currently inundated with nutritional advice for women in their late 40s to 50s as we journey through menopause. From what to eat, to what to avoid, to supplements and exercise. It is overwhelming. I'm curious as to what you have to say. Well, I have a lot to say. <laughs> I hope I hope I don't overstep my bounds. But to do this episode, because obviously I'm not a female and I haven't experienced menopause, but I know many females who have. But to do this episode, I decided to dig in and do a little bit of background research. And it was interesting. I found the most commonly searched phrases on Google with the word menopause. And here they are. What really works for menopause weight loss? Can you actually lose weight during menopause? What does a menopause belly look like? Why is losing weight during menopause so hard? What melts menopause belly fat? How to lose 15 pounds during menopause? How do I reset my hormones to lose weight? And can you really lose menopause belly fat? So, obviously, (laughs) this is a topic of interest for quite a few of you amazing ladies out there. So, to all of you, to all of you amazing, beautiful ladies who might be in this phase of life, first and foremost, menopause is real. (laughs) You're not going crazy. Hormones are powerful little chemicals. And anytime these tiny chemicals get messed with, big things can happen. Hormones are powerful and yours are all over the map and dropping off a cliff. With menopause, there are physical and mental changes. Let me say that again. With menopause, you're not crazy. It's not in your head. And it's different for every woman, but there are physical and mental changes that happen. Now, does that mean that you can't lose weight? No, not necessarily. Does it mean that losing weight might be a little more challenging now? Sure, yes. Does it mean that this will last forever? No, not at all. Now we'll get into all of that much more, but right now let's talk about what menopause is and how it might affect you. There are common symptoms that most or a lot of women experience, but researchers say there's probably no such thing as a universal menopause syndrome. It's a very unique experience from female to female. It really does vary from woman to woman and might even have significantly different symptoms based off stuff like your ethnicity. 
and some other factors that I'll explain in just a moment. But first, let's cover some of the common symptoms, which honestly sounds like every woman's worst nightmare. I'm so sorry, ladies. So here are some very common symptoms. More headaches than you might normally have, possibly even migraines. Joint pain and achiness. Tingling sensations or what some describe as an electric shock type of pain in your extremities. Fatigue and lethargy. Hair loss or thinning hair and brittle nails. Changes in your sex drive, which is typically a decline in sex drive. Changes in breast size as estrogen declines and changes in breast comfort or tenderness or lumpiness. Brain fog, which is basically just like a difficulty concentrating and forgetting things more often. Digestive changes, possibly even developing new food intolerances that you didn't experience in the past. And of course, everyone's favorite, bloating. <laughs> that's, that's a great one, right? Changes in appetite and possible changes in the foods you crave. Systemic water retention which you could and will definitely see on the scales if you start to retain a lot of water. Dizziness and lightheadedness. Heart palpitations. Jitteriness, or what some women might describe as feeling like an inner earthquake or like tremors inside of your body. Difficulty losing fat. Ah, there it is. Now we're getting to it. And changes in body composition, possibly like weight gain that even shifts to the abdominal area. Possibly. So these are some, this is really just kind of somewhat exhaustive, exhaustive, come on, Corey, an exhaustive list of symptoms. Some of them are common. Some of them are less common, but women report all of these things. And here's the thing. Those are just the physical symptoms. Now let's get into the mental and emotional side of things. A lot of women will also notice emotional highs and lows, peaks and valleys, crying spells, and just general sadness irritability and anger for maybe not a big reason, <laughs> panic and anxiety and a sense of dread or impending doom, depression and lethargy, again, just feeling tired, tired and depressed. So basically feeling like total crap and feeling like you're losing your mind. Nice. Like this, <laughs> this, this sounds like so much fun, right? I mean, to me, uh, uh, just from ladies I've talked to and from the list of symptoms I've just described, that sounds like having the worst PMS symptoms while being pregnant, while being sick with the flu, after eating some really bad food and thinking you might be losing your mind all at the same time. Like if you put all that in a blender and you, you blend it together, that's what that list of symptoms sounds like. Good gosh. Oh, I'm so sorry, ladies. I have such tremendous respect and appreciation for all of you amazing, courageous women out there. I often joke that I was raised by a pack of women. <laughs> my mom and dad got divorced when I was seven, and my dad was around, but sometimes not around that much. My grandfather died when I was pretty young. So that left me, my mom, my grandmother, and my aunt. Three precious, amazing little ladies, all five feet tall or under, most really kind of more so under five feet. My point is this, because of my incredibly close relationship and love for those three little ladies, I think I have an extra soft spot in my heart for women in general. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I do. I just totally respect, admire, and appreciate all that you do and all that you have to deal with through menstrual cycles, pregnancies, and of course, menopause, not to mention <laughs> having to deal with us stubborn, sometimes crazy men. 
So let's just quickly revisit the central topic before I get too far off, uh, off a tangent here. Does menopause make you gain weight and or does it make losing weight difficult? Like, are there mysterious chemical changes going on inside of you that basically force your body to gain weight? Maybe, possibly. But let's pull back for a minute and just think about some of the other symptoms. For example, joint pain and achiness. That probably means you're not going to want to move as much or exercise as much. Fatigue and lethargy and feeling depressed, feeling sad and depressed and tired. Uh, okay, that's no fun. And guess what? That may mean you don't exercise as much, you're not as active, and it may lead to some emotional eating or stress eating. And plus, we have the changes in the appetite and changes in your food cravings. Suddenly, you're craving a bunch of foods that you never ate in the past, maybe a lot of processed foods or snacks, and your appetite may be really high now. Who knows? And then there's also dizziness and lightheadedness, and there's emotional highs and lows, and there's anxiety. I mean, my gosh, are you kidding me? Those things alone, forget any hormonal changes, forget any mysterious chemical changes in your body that make it seem like from a biochemical standpoint, weight loss is hard. All of those other changes alone could and would lead to weight gain or just make losing weight unbelievably difficult. Forget the chemical and hormonal stuff. You know how I always say to change your body, you must first change your brain? Well, it's kind of like for some ladies, that's exactly what menopause does, but in the total opposite way of what I'm talking about, like in the total opposite worst way. It changes your brain and your emotions and, and some causes some physical symptoms that trickle down and make your body feel terrible and make you naturally probably gain weight or make it incredibly tough to lose weight. Okay? Okay. So, <laughs> that's not the end of the story. That's the good news. We just listed a ton of not-so-fun symptoms that someone might or might not experience. Now, let's look at a few things that science tells us can impact those symptoms. Now, some of these are totally out of your control, like ethnicity, which I already mentioned earlier, but some are within your control. For example, the first one here, lifestyle. That's like stress levels, sleep, quantity and quality, exercise or like thereof, quality relationships or like thereof, your diet, what you eat or don't eat and drink or don't drink on a regular basis. Your genetics, not much you can do there. Reproductive history and the number of pregnancies you might have had. And then there are cultural factors, basically how women think about their own symptoms and experiences based off the views that they've adopted from their culture, what they've seen, heard, and read from other people and from the media. And then there are social factors, like what's actually happening in a woman's life during this time during the time that she's journeying through menopause. The challenges, the good, the bad, the ugly, and the great stuff that a female might encounter during these years of her life. Many midlife women are struggling with a ton of competing responsibilities, career and work stress while being a mom and a wife, and all the responsibilities and pressures that come with all of that. Also, unfortunately, some ladies might be in the stage of caregiving for aging parents or starting to be concerned for their aging parents. There's a lot going on typically for most females at the exact time that menopause strikes. Nice. <laughs> Once again. So here's the thing. We've covered some really gnarly symptoms that I wouldn't wish upon anyone. And we just outlined the factors that might impact the symptoms that you have or don't have. Now let's get a better understanding of exactly what's going on inside your body during this crazy thing called menopause. 
Maybe you already know, maybe you kind of understand, but don't fully understand. Either way, I'm about to explain it in a very simple, very understandable way. And listen, if any of you are doctors or <laughs> or OBGYNs, please don't send me an email saying, Corey, that was a terrible explanation. Like you, you have no idea what's going on. I am really trying to keep this as simple as possible because I don't want to teach a, a physiology and endocrinology class. So here we go. A woman's ovaries are essentially the female equivalent to a man's testicles. They, the ovaries, produce estrogen, progesterone, and androgens. Androgens are basically sex hormones, but stuff like androstene, andros, excuse me, androstenedione, which can be converted later to testosterone or estrogen. Now, here's the thing. The ovaries also produce actual testosterone. Yes. Some of you may be like, What? Women do have small amounts of testosterone, usually about 3 to 5% of what most men have. So very small amounts, but it's incredibly important for a host of different reasons, from bone mineral density to muscle mass maintenance to sex drive and a host of other things. So if these hormones, your estrogen, progesterone, and your androgens, androstenedione and testosterone, if all of these start getting messed with and they start declining, there are going to be some definite repercussions. So let's get back to the ovaries. The ovaries are signaled to make all of these hormones by two other hormones called FSH, which stands for follicle stimulating hormone, and LH, which stands for luteinizing hormone. Now, these two hormones actually come from your brain. With menopause, these hormones gradually decrease, and then the trouble starts. Ovarian hormone production declines, like I just explained earlier which can already begin leading to symptoms and making you feel kind of crummy in a number of different ways. And then to make matters worse, sex hormones can also be secreted by body fat in other organs, such as your adrenal glands. Now, when the production from the ovaries declines, these other tissues, your adrenal glands and the body fat that you carry, might become more active in making hormones. Now, at first, this sounds like a good thing, right? It's like, oh, wait, my hormones are going down and that makes me feel crummy. So if I can get more hormones from these other things, well, that's good. But it's not. Your body is going to ultimately get what it wants. It's on a menopause mission. So this, what I would call like side door hormone production from your body fat or these other organs like the adrenal glands, it just mucks things up and can throw your system even more out of whack. This means, and I pre-apologize, that keeping your body fat in a healthy range as you age can really help out in a number of ways when it comes to menopause symptoms. Having a lot of excess body fat as you go into menopause can lead to your hormones being even more imbalanced, which can lead to a lot more severe symptoms and systemic inflammation, which is just not a good thing and it can make the whole experience much worse. Gee, thanks, Corey. That's, I'm listening to this Real Life Weight Loss podcast because I do have excess body fat that I want to lose. Look, I'm just telling you what science tells us, okay? Now is a prime time to reference back to something I've talked about quite a bit before. Remember that whole internal ecosystem thing that you've probably heard me mention on the podcast? Our body's systems do not function independently like in a vacuum. They all depend on and play off of one another. And this is a perfect example of that. A woman's ovaries and body fat levels and adrenal glands are all playing off of one another, not to mention the brain's input that basically tells the ovaries what to do. Not to mention all the other things I listed earlier that impact this internal ecosystem, like diet and lifestyle and stress levels and exercise or lack of exercise. 
menopause is basically like a big stew, a big soup with a ton of things on the recipe list, a ton of possible things. The stew can be better or worse depending on the ingredients you have or don't have. So, in a nutshell, a woman's hormones bounce all over the place and kind of drop off a cliff and it can make her feel a little off or absolutely bleeping terrible. It may last for a few months or a year or for years. Yikes. Let's hope it's not years. But does menopause make you gain weight or does it at least make losing weight harder? We've kind of explained it and touched on it, but let's let's dig a little more. From what science and research tells us, the answer is yes. Menopause can potentially, underline that word, don't forget that word, menopause can potentially lead to some weight gain. Menopause can potentially make losing weight more difficult. So that's it, right? I mean, end of story. Let's go get a half a gallon of ice cream, flip on a Hallmark movie, and look at old pictures of ourselves when we were young and slim and beautiful while tears streamed down our face because of the gross, bloated, infertile slob that we've become. (laughs) Sorry, I just kind of put myself in your shoes there. Look, here's the thing. After going through the list of symptoms, I cannot blame any of you one bit if that's what you decide to do. I get it. I can imagine. I don't get it, but I can try to get it. But here's the thing. I would encourage you to ask one question. Is that helpful? Will doing that serve me? Will just feeling bad about this and kind of giving in to the menopause craziness, is is that really what I want? Is that helpful and will it serve me? Here's the thing. You can't stop menopause. It's going to happen. But... You can change menopause. You can change how you experience it to some degree. And you can lose weight or at least, at the very least, minimize or avoid weight gain. You might feel helpless as your body begins to shift gears and slings you and your emotions and your energy and your hormones around like a rag doll. But you are not helpless. You can change your experience of menopause. You have the power. Let me say that again. You do have some power in this situation to make things better or worse. And that's the absolutely crucial first step. Understanding that there's a difference between stopping it and changing it. You can't stop it, but you can change it. And once you get that, then you also start to realize that you actually have some power during this time of your life. I know it may be tough. But if you can believe that, then we can make some progress. And I'll explain more about that in the next episode. Until then, will you do me a favor? Please share this with someone who might need to hear it. And don't be afraid to share it with a man. I'm a man, and I'm telling you this. Men need to hear this, too. They need to understand what's going on inside the body and brain of the ladies that they love, whether it's their mom or their wife or their daughter. It's important to know this stuff, so please share this episode and come back for next week's episode where I'll explain the best ways to exert your power and make menopause as good as it can possibly be. Now, don't sign off because I have a quick little side note for you. Look, if you're a visual learner, or maybe you just have some menopause brain fog (laughs) and you would like to review all of this information, plus some uh, a few more tips that I didn't have time to cover on the podcast, then you can go to my website to download a PDF that outlines and explains everything I will discuss in these two menopause episodes. I think 
It's going to be, uh, I think you can find the download at corylittlecoaching.com forward slash menopause. But I'm not 100% sure, so I'm not super techie. So to be safe, I'll just include the link in the show notes for you. So if you'd like to download that PDF, you can just scroll down to the show notes. But here's a very important note. If you're listening to this episode on the week that it comes out, that document may not be quite ready. So by submitting your email, we'll put you on a list and then we'll send it out within a few days as soon as it's available. Okay. Okay. Now, one more thing. One more thing. I have a question for you. Should we do a menopause mythbuster Q&A coaching call? Would you ladies like that? If so, let me know. I'm, I'm not going to plan it. We're not going to do it unless I hear back from you. So shoot me a message on Instagram at Corey Little Coach, or shoot me an email at support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. And if we get enough requests, if I hear enough feedback from you amazing ladies, then we'll plan it and we'll do it. And if there's not enough interest, then we won't. It's no big deal. I just want to be here for, for you and be able to help you as much as possible. Okay? Okay. Now, before I sign off, just a friendly reminder of something I mentioned on a previous podcast. If you'd like to support this podcast. There are three ways you can do that. Number one, you can take the next step and join my inner circle coaching program. Here's what I know. Some of you are out there listening and you've been listening for a while and you've been on the fence for a while. You want to take the next step. You want to join the coaching program, but you just keep putting it off. Maybe you're nervous or anxious. Maybe you're just afraid to fail again. I get it. And honestly, that sounds like the majority of people who join the coaching group. And that is exactly why it's such an amazing place because finally you're not alone. You're surrounded by other people who get it and you have a step-by-step roadmap to lose weight, change your brain and gain confidence. Even if you're going through menopause, because we got lots of ladies in there who are entering in menopause, entering into menopause or in menopause, or maybe about to kind of conquer it. Here's the thing. 99% of the time, if someone likes this podcast, then they absolutely love the coaching group. So if you want more info about that, you can shoot an email to support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. That's the first way that you can support this podcast and get a whole lot in return. The second way you can support this podcast is by purchasing Rise Nutrition products. These are products that I believe in, I trust, and I and my clients actually take on a consistent basis. Why? Because I created them and I'm confident about the quality because I know the manufacturers who are making them. If you're interested in giving Rise products a try, you can find them on Amazon or at the website challenge, the number two, literally the number two, challenge2rise.com. I'll include both of those down in the show notes as well. And then the third way, if you would like to support this podcast, is just to drop a tip in the jar. Look, if you're a real lifer and you're like, man, Corey, I went back, I started episode one, I've listened to every single episode, and you absolutely love this podcast, but you have no plans to join the Inner Circle or purchase Rise products, but you'd still like to support the podcast, here's a way you can do that. You'll find a link to the tip jar down in the show notes as well. There's a lot of stuff down in the show notes. Scroll down and check it all out. So that's it for me today, guys. I've taken up enough of your time. Thank you so much for listening. I'm honored you spent this time with me today. And please never forget that there's so much more to you than a number. So don't let the scales dominate your day or dictate your emotions. No, no, no. There's so much more to you than that. And losing weight is amazing, but losing weight is really all about gaining life and living the life you want to live. And I know you can do it. Even if you're in menopause, even if you're struggling with a lot of those symptoms, I know you can do it. I believe in you. And even if you don't believe in yourself, that's okay. You can borrow my belief. Keep coming back. I'll keep working on you. We will get you there. Thank you so much for your time. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Take care. God bless. Bye-bye.